Hey everybody, Pat Masidi here, and um, four o'clock Wednesday afternoon, and uh, just adjusting our camera here. Um, my heart's broken today, absolutely heartbroken for the loss of three innocent, wonderful human beings at the hands of an uncontrollable criminal. But firstly, I want to say condolences to the families that lost uh, their mums, sisters, pastors, um, wives, daughters at the hands of this little despot. And I'll, I'll come to my anger because I am off and I really am at a number of factors. This is a um, basically a, a, a 13, 14-year-old teenager, steals a Mercedes-Benz, driving around the area um, in Fraser, Fraser Coast for two hours, crashes into a vehicle, and then, again, I don't want to get into the graphics of, of, of the whole story. It does me no, um, no good doing that. And supposedly they're saying, allegedly, allegedly, there was another passenger with this little piece of vermin in the car. And he's been charged with three counts of dangerous driving causing death, one count of unlawful use of a motor vehicle. How about you charge the little whatever? I, I could say some things right now, but, you know, most of you get mad at me for using language that's inappropriate, and I won't do that. How about you charge this guy with manslaughter? He killed three people. They're dead. They don't come back. And Palaszczuk does nothing, not a thing. Her assistant that's in charge of, 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 of enforcing laws up, he says, well, we're not raising the, the, um, uh, the, 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 or dropping the level of adult crime. This is, is, this is a guy acting like an adult. Actually, he's acting like an animal. He should be tried as an adult. You killed three people. You took a soul. You suck a soul out of somebody. Three. Now, mothers, fathers, children are grieving because some blooming parent can't control a little piece of crap. Boy, I could get, I could really let loose. And our government, and if you get offended by the word crap, go somewhere else. I could call him a lot worse. But of course, two of these people were Christians, one of them a pastor, so they don't really count. This guy is driving a weapon. And he should be charged as such. But here's what happens to these little recalcitrant Evil little despots who, by the way, to me, it's about parenting. It's about you, your kids out there three hours and you don't know where the heck he is. And I don't want to hear this stuff. Oh, the parents might be working. You know, they come from a low income. So what? This sympathising culture in the courts and weak, insipid magistrates lets these guys out in a number of years and they commit worse crimes because there is no deterrent to their abhorrent behaviour. None. Nor are their parents dealt anything. 
If you're going to say this is, well, he's a teenager, so he can't be tried for an adult, how about you, you deal in some way with the adults who are in charge of this kind of behaviour? And I'm so over parents. You've got kids with, not in this case, but in other cases, they've got guns, they've got all kinds of stuff, and especially in the United States, guns, all kinds of evil stuff going on, and they... I did not know my child. I did not know what was going on. It's your job as a parent to know what's going on. My goodness, my mum, she would know what's going on in my room. I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right now she'd know. Now, I'm digressing. One teenager who's been recently in the press did a similar thing. Ten years with six years of non-parole. What ought to happen is a maximum penalty ought to be given from, from, from first go. Oh, Pat, isn't everyone entitled to uh, redemption? And isn't everyone else entitled to change? Yes, you are. Do it when you're serving your maximum penalty. Now, I've worked with teenagers. I've spent most of my... 20-something years working with teenagers, young men and addictions and everything else. Let me tell you what happens with these kids. Just like the other night near where I live, three young men running around, breaking into homes, stealing cars, smashing properties, finally got caught. They ought to be very grateful that some of the neighbours in that area didn't get their hands on you. Because I can tell you they wouldn't have been as nice. What's going to happen? They go to court, they get a slap on the wrist, some magistrate tells them, nuck, 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 naughty boys, lets them back on the street, they're back with their gangs, they're back out there. Incarcerate the whole the whole gang. Maximum penalties. And yet the Palaszczuk government and the weak shadow government, David Christopher is no better. He's not pushing anything. What's he pushing? I challenge him and Mark Robinson. Mark's supposedly a friend of mine. I knew he was a youth pastor. Yes, we'll name you Mark because he didn't have the decency to respond to my text, let alone to my challenge. You guys get up there, and I'm changing subject, but just work with me here. You said nothing during the pandemic. You were complicit and compliant to Palaszczuk's behaviour, and you said nothing. Now all you can do is whinge about the millions of dollars wasted on those camps. You, You did nothing to stop it. You were complicit in complying the whole lot. There is no difference between you lot. None. And when it comes to youth crime, there is no difference. When it comes to drugs, there is no laws in this country that are strong enough. Mostly they get a slap on the wrist, they're back on the street, they're peddling, they're dealing, they're doing everything they can. And then you've got to start the process all over again. And they know they can rot the system. And the parents of these kids know they can rot the system as well. Kids and kids around at this age are not fearing anything. You know why? Because there's nothing to fear. Nothing. They don't fear parents. They don't fear authority. They certainly don't fear the church. They don't fear the police. Because they've been lonely cockled by a judicial system that it's so out of date, irrelevant, and has no sense of what I call real justice for criminal acts. What we need is some magistrates with some morals 
and a court system that has a compass. They need to be dealt swiftly, severely. You're saying, Pat, you're not offering any compassion. I am, to ones that lost their lives. You don't need compassion right now. You need to be dealt with. That's what needs to happen. People say, oh, Pat, well, don't they deserve redemption? Sure, preach the gospel, go to jail. Preach the gospel to them, let them repent, go to jail. The Apostle Paul, when he was arrested, and they were trying to try, try him and, and, and sentence him to death, he said, what have I done that is worthy of the penalty of death? By the way, I'm not getting out here endorsing death penalties. I'll leave that alone. That's maybe a talk for another day. But what I am suggesting is stronger penalties enforced immediately. This thing of, you know, suspended sentences and, you know, 10 years with six years non-parole, what is that? Little kids lost their mums. By the time they're teenagers, this mongrel's out. I could go on and on and on and on and on and on. My friend Danny Abdullah lost his, his beautiful family, or not his, all of them, but, but his children, and chose to forgive. But it did not mean that he didn't seek for the man that perpetrated that crime to be dealt with. And all you do-gooders out there, the one to do the, the do goody thing. Oh, you don't know the upbringing. Oh, you don't know. It's a criminal act. Your do goodiness does nothing to heal the brokenness of the families that suffered loss and the brokenness that's happening in our community. If this was your mum, your dad, your sister, your brother, you'd be screaming from the rooftops. All the do gooders out there. And I blame a lot of it on the parents. Square shot right on the parents. And these sob stories I try to give you about upbringing and, 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 you know, they're doing it hard. We're all doing it hard. Doesn't give me the right to go and steal a car at 13, 14, or at any age and use it as a weapon of mass destruction. You say it's not a weapon of mass destruction. It is to the families that lost their, their, their loved ones. And the Palaszczuk government does nothing. She gets up there, not even a tear in her eye. Of course, when you don't believe the people are created in the image of God, what do you care? You don't care. You really don't care. You just want votes. So you will not raise the punishment. You will keep the standards the same. The reason being is because she has no standards. And you don't want to get me going on the opposition either. They're not much better. Now, this Friday, listen to me very carefully. We have a special event online. It's, you don't have to register for it. With Listen very carefully. It's called Let the Mothers Speak. I wanted to run a little bit earlier than Mother's Day. I've invited Pauline Hanson, Alexandra Marshall, Catherine Deves, um, you can, you can, uh, Tanya Davies. You can see 
all of them on our images. I'll post some images in here. We've put an image up today. Can you please share it? It's very important. It starts at one o'clock. It'll be live streamed on all this on our platforms. I will be talking to a a uh, an MP about what's happening in the justice system in Australia in regards to families. I'll be showing some, well, very enlightening clips. When you've got the Greens in Victoria, and I told you this was going I told everyone this was going to happen before the election. We've had 12 months of socialism, which is communist with lipsticks. And now the Greens have got shooting galleries, shooting galleries of heroin right next door to little kids' schools, primary schools. And they're encouraging that if you're going to shoot up, go there. Of course, we all know what Adam Bandit's like when he told Year 12s in one of his tweets or posts that, you know, whatever it is you're doing, going to be a lawyer or a doctor or whatever, or smoke weed for 12 months, go for it because you've worked hard. That is what Australians put in power. There is no compass. Our compass in this country has become like a spinning clock. Anyway, I'm really heartbroken and I'm annoyed because this can stop like that. If there was some serious, number one, serious deterrence. Number two, stronger decisions from magistrates. Number three, stop this psychoanalysis for a criminal act and deal with it as it is. Stop dealing with these, oh, the social, economic and all that sort of stuff. This is a 13, 14-year-old kid that's out of control. And let's start deal, dragging the parents' butts into the course as well. Where were they? Where were they? Oh, Pat, it's unjust to blame the parents. Well, I'll tell you what. How about the parents of this 13, 14-year-old come on this program and let me talk to them about how they raise that kid? But that won't happen. Just like the politicians who won't come on my programs, they're cowards. They are absolute cowards because they know we're not going to ask the easy questions. But on Friday, I've got some great political leaders and all of them female, male, female, all of them female, called Let the Mothers Speak. I didn't call it Let the Birthing Parents Speak. I didn't call it Let the Chest Feeders Speak. It's called Mothers. If I had a father's event, I guess I'd cop it for, you know, being sexist. But we've got let the mothers speak. And I've got some really sharp, smart, intelligent, wise, beautiful women that care for this country to talk as mothers. And we're going to address a whole bunch of things. Starts at 1 o'clock, probably go for about an hour and a half, live on Facebook, on Instagram, it'll be on all of our social media sites. Uh, and uh, I look forward to seeing you there on Friday, 1 o'clock. So can I encourage you to pray for that family? It's it's really heartbreaking. It really is. I couldn't imagine what pain those families are going through. And um, I couldn't imagine what the church community from which they belong to are going through. Of course, Christian people now have been relegated to second-rate citizens.
I was going to say something, but I'm going to hold my peace. I'm going to wait till Friday. It's going to be a great event. It's going to be an emotional, very powerful event Friday, live on all our platforms. Pauline Hanson, Catherine Deves, um, Alexandra Marshall. You can see everyone that's on there. It's going to be a great lineup. I look forward to seeing you all there. God bless you. Please share. Please like. Please subscribe. And um, I'll put a link into all our social media platforms. Tell your friends about it. Can you share? Please share the Look, I go out of my way, and I'm certainly not looking for sympathy to put these uh, these events on. If you don't want them on, I'll stop doing them. I've got better. Not sorry. I rephrase. I don't have better things to do with my time. This is most important. Our nation is suffering, and we need healing. But if you're not going to show up, I, I, I'll just stop doing them. We need to show up. And not just comment. We need to share. You need to share this video. You need to share the posts that are up here with the images. They're all on my Facebook. They're on our Instagram. Share them. Come on. If we, if we work together, we can achieve great things. But if all we sit there is doing no, 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 no. So on Friday, we have Let the Mother Speak. It starts at 1 p.m. And it'll go for about an hour and a half. You can have a look at all the speakers are. I look forward to seeing you then. I may do another, uh, we're not calling these rants anymore. This is called Reality Check. So thanks for listening to Pat's Reality Check. I appreciate your time. Please be praying for that family. And, um, and, and I mean really be praying for them. Thank you. God bless you.